Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com here. If you're watching, you can see that I'm in the basement of Bud Walton Arena. If you're wondering why I'm here in the middle of July, uh, well, maybe it's because I just wanted to break in and, and come back to a place that feels like home. Or maybe it's because we got a little media availability for basketball today. It was exciting. Uh, Eric Musselman invited media in to watch about 45 minutes to an hour worth of summer practice. Uh, we got to interview Muss, three players, Nick Smith Jr., Anthony Black, and Trevin Brazil, uh, as, as they gear up for this overseas tour that's right around the corner, August 6th through 16th. So, uh, hey, you know, football camp come, is coming up here right around the corner, uh, but basketball is full steam ahead. They've got some big stuff coming, so it was really nice uh, of Muss to invite media out here because everybody's been wanting to get a look at this team, right? And, and was able to finally do that today up close and in person. It's no talking to sources. It's no looking at Twitter clips. We got first eye view of things. It was really beneficial. It was really cool. So I wanted to hop in here uh, and, and just share some of my takeaways from the day. And, you know, quite honestly, it was nice. About 45 minutes to an hour worth of practice that we were able to sit in and watch uh, a variety of things that we saw. It was your typical Eric Musselman practice. Everything happens at a frenetic pace. There's no downtime. There's no wasted seconds in a Musselman practice. We know that they did some defensive shell drill, working on their rotations. I uh, got into what they call the warrior drill, which is a, a shooting drill. I thought it was really interesting. You know, this is a full court three-man shooting drill. Uh, you've got a rim runner going in for the layup. You got two guys getting outlet passes for the wing shots. Uh, and they set a goal, hey, you need 140 points in three minutes. Well, they didn't get it the first time, do it again. Came up just short the second time. Must said, all right, we're going to do this. Third time's going to be a charm, but we're up in the ante to 145. It's a lot of points, in my opinion, in three minutes to score. Uh, but they got 168 on the third try. So third try was the charm uh, for the Razorbacks in that one. But then after that, listen, the, the best part about all this uh, was they went into some controlled scrimmage. By controlled scrimmage, I mean, you know, this wasn't your typical, uh, you know, put your 20 minutes on the clock and, and run a half as if you would a game. Uh, you know, they would play a half-court possession, uh, maybe talk about it, run it back, uh, you know, secure a defensive stop, get down one time in transition. Uh, but they were getting up and down a little bit, and it was live action, five on five. There were officials there, which was a good thing, you know, calling some fouls, getting these guys prepared for what they're going to see in the upcoming season, and getting them ready for this overseas tour. Arkansas is, is obviously going to Spain and Italy, so they were using the FIBA basketballs. 24 second shot clock. You know, the rules are a little bit different uh, in those games. Even if they're exhibitions, they don't count. You want to win and you want to know what you're getting yourself into, right? The other thing that I thought was interesting uh, is it, it sounds like there might not be air conditioning in a couple of these gyms that Arkansas is going to be playing in uh, overseas. So they cut the AC off in the practice facility uh, and had the guys sweating it out a little bit. So uh, just some interesting asides there. But listen, some of the things that, that stood out to me about this team. Uh, are, are really the things that we've been talking about that we've been reporting on throughout the course of the summer, but it just hits different when you get to get up close and personal and see it in the three things, you know, length, athleticism, 
and versatility. Uh, you know, Musk put out that tweet, the graphic, everybody's seen it by now, about uh, how Arkansas on average is, is taller uh, and has a longer wingspan than the average NBA player. You can manipulate a lot of statistics, but that's telling. If you ask me, those types of measurables, and man, it really shows with this team by far uh, in terms of sheer size and length across the board. Uh, this is the, the most intriguing team that Musselman's had. Uh, you know, you think about the influx of talent uh, in the front court. Arkansas needed that. They needed to add some depth in there, uh, some rim protection. We, we've talked about it. They got the four guys, six nine plus, uh, who can get in there and mix it up inside. But it's not just the big men. If you look at the wings, Jordan Walsh and Ricky Council. If you look at the guards, uh, Anthony Black is. He's got to be pushing six eight. He's bigger than I thought he was, and it's not just the cool hair. Uh, he's pushing 6'8". He's a point guard. In Musselman's first season, Adriel Bailey was the center at 6'6". Six six. So that tells you the difference in this group. You think about a guy like Nick Smith, you know, he's in the 6'4", six 6'5", six range, but something that really stood out to me about him, broad shoulders, big wingspan. And so what does that mean? That means these guys are going to cause problems on the defensive end of the floor when you couple that length with their athleticism. Uh, very athletic group. Listen, there's a reason that we see these clips where they're practicing dunks. They're practicing throwing lobs. It's because a big part of the offense is going to be these guys finishing above the rim uh, and they do it with regularity. They got some real high flyers. I think it's going to be a really exciting team to watch. And again, it's across the board. Uh, and then the versatility. You know, it's one thing to go get four, six, nine, six foot ten guys. Uh, it's another thing to have those guys who can do multiple things. Every one of them is a little bit different. Whether you're talking about the Mitchell twins, uh, Trevin Brazil, Jalen Graham, they all bring a different skill set to the table. They all have some versatility to them. I think they can get out and defend a little bit in space. I think they're going to be able to do some different things guarding the pick and roll. That's important. They can all run the floor. So it, it was just it was very interesting to see, you know, those three things. I, I think it's fair to say uh, that, that maybe the defense is ahead of the offense right now, but it's interesting. You know, we were interviewing Trevin Brazil afterwards, uh, and he said, you know, sometimes I think our defense is so good that maybe it makes the offense look bad or look sloppy. And he said he thinks that they might surprise themselves on the offensive end when they go overseas. Uh, because, you, look, I, I don't know who all they're going to be playing there. I'm sure it's going to be some older guys, maybe a professional team. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but it's going to be hard to replicate the, that size length, athleticism, and versatility that Arkansas has. They're really hard to score on. There's, there's arms everywhere. It's kind of like the inflatables you see at the car dealerships. Five guys with just arms everywhere. It, it, it impacts vision. The driving lanes aren't there. Uh, you think you've got a lane to the rim. You don't, and they're blocking shots. So it, it was fun to watch. You know, in terms of uh, shooting, a lot of people have asked about that. And, you know, are, is this team going to be able to shoot it better than last year? Like Musk said, he, he certainly hopes so, and you would think they would. Okay? Regardless, uh, one of the you know, poorest three-point shooting teams in the country last season, uh, but they still went to the Elite Eight. So it's obviously something that you can overcome, but you know, taking a look at these guys today, and hey, you know, Musk said that they shot it well in practice last year. It didn't translate to the game, so it's got to translate. But I thought they showed some promising things there. I think the passing and playmaking of this team is going to lend itself the guys getting higher quality shots, and you saw some of that today uh, with guys being able to knife their way through the defense, operate in ball screen action, get into the lane, and spray that ball out for kickouts for rhythm, catch and shoot, higher percentage three-point attempts. Uh, Nick Smith really heated up from out there. Trevin Brazil uh, is a guy that I think is going to be a, a really good stretch for 
which is something that Arkansas hasn't really had uh, up to this point under Muss. Uh, Anthony Black, you know, Musselman called him an underrated shooter. I agree with that. He was really stroking it uh, in drill work. Didn't have as many opportunities in the scrimmage necessarily, uh, but it's a compact release. If it's consistent, if he stays away from pushing it, uh, I think he could really help him. I think that's a guy that could shoot 33-35% from three, uh, and he's not going to take bad shots. Uh, Ricky Council is a guy that has, it's kind of a, a, a wonky release, uh, two-hand shot, a flick of the wrist kind of deal, but it's effective. Um, so, and Jordan Walsh was another guy. He was a little bit quiet today in terms of uh, his overall production, but it was another guy uh, that you look at and you know he's been shooting it well in practice throughout the course of the summer. Look, maybe he's a little fatigued uh, or something today, but you know how it is with these new guys. They'll have a great day, they'll have an off day. There's ebbs and flows, and, and the key is to find consistency, right? Uh, some of the standouts to me for they listen, who stood out the most to me, Ricky Council, the Wichita State transfer wing. Uh, this guy is just different. And, and if you watch the press conferences with the players, uh, you'll hear some of the same things in terms of his explosion and his athleticism, uh, he really is aggressive, gets to the rim, he's looking to dunk everything. He had some impressive highlight plays, but what really stood out to me about him is, is his motor. Uh, you know, he's sprinting the floor in drill work. He's sprinting the floor every possession, whether it's in transition to get a run out or back on the defensive end. Uh, he was aggressive and intense defensively, and he's gonna really be able to create his own offense. Uh, kind of reminds me a little bit of a blend of, of what J.D. Note could do with the size of what Mason Jones could do. I'm not saying he's gonna be that great of a player. That's high company, maybe he will, we'll see. But there's a reason why scouts are seeing him with pro potential, and it's because he can create off the bounce and he's physical and athletic enough to get into the teeth of the defense, to get into the paint whenever he wants. And whether that means creating a shot or collapsing the defense and kicking out, Good things usually happen when you're able to get to the middle of the defense. He's a guy that can really do that. Uh, I, I thought he was really impressive today. He was my number one standout for what we saw. Anthony Black, probably number two. Like I said, he's bigger than I thought. His legs are like tree trunks. Uh, big, big physical lower half, looks strong, uh, taller than I thought. I know he's a tall point guard in the, in the six, 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 seven range. I think he's pushing six, eight. Uh, you know, he's, he's up there with the Fords, right, as your lead guard very savvy he doesn't look like a freshman out there he plays with good pace he's poised he directs traffic he kind of sees things and before they develop and you can really tell with the way he passes and facilitates uh, you know we'll see how he develops as a scorer but he impacts the game in so many different ways really good defender we saw that what the impact that a guy like Jalen Tate Jimmy Witt could make defending the point guard position uh, he's another guy that can do that. He can challenge shots at the rim, rebounds really well at his position. He's playing above the basket. Uh, I thought Anthony Black was really impressive. I, I think he's a guy that could be a star for the Razorbacks. Nick Smith, I mean, what can you say? The guy looked the part, right? Uh, just so, so uh, dangerous with the basketball in his hands. Really impressed me with the way he's able to change speeds and change directions on the dime. Uh, he heated up from three for a while. He's just the ultimate competitor. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it kind of goes with the flow of the offense, which I thought was impressive, especially this early in the process. We're still in the summer, uh, but he wasn't forcing it. He wasn't taking a bunch of ill-advised shots. He was taking what the defense gave him. And if that meant spraying it out uh, and, and creating plays for others, then he did that. If he had the opportunity to score or get downhill, he did that too. So I thought he looked really good. And then Trevin Brazil, the guy's like a unicorn. I mean, I mean he is. He's, he's pushing 6'10". That wingspan is 7'3", 7'4". We've seen all these clips. 
uh, of his leaping ability and whether that's blocking shots uh, you know, or, or finishing above the rim, he's going to be a great rim runner and a lob threat for this team. I was impressed with the way that he was able to attack closeouts. Some of these bigger guard or bigger forwards, uh, you know, come chopping those feet with high hands and he'll put it on the deck and, and go by them or take a one dribble and pull up and knock down the jumper. The three ball looked good. Uh, so listen, you know, a lot of people are wondering, is, is he a year away? Is he a blossoming star for the Razorbacks this season? I think he's going to be a really critical piece game changer on the defensive end with how he alters shots and uses his length. He was getting steals in the open floor. He was jumping passing lanes, getting steals at half court. Uh, if you think you beat him off the dribble, sometimes maybe you do, but it doesn't matter because his recovery and his length allow him to get back and challenge and, and alter shots at a high level. So uh, yeah, Council Black, Smith and Brazil were four guys that really stood out to me on the day. And then some of the other guys, listen, some of the young guys, people wonder, you know, hey, this is a six-man freshman class. Are these other guys going to be able to get involved? It's a tough rotation to crack with, with the talent that this Razorback team has. But listen, Barry Dunning looked better than I thought he would. Hey, he plays so hard. He's a smart, high IQ player. He makes good cuts, good reads. Uh, that jumper looks better than I, I anticipated that it would. He shot it well in drills, but he knocked one down in the scrimmage too. We know that he's a versatile guy. Can he become a, a real 3 and D weapon for Arkansas in the future? I think he can. Uh, Darian Ford shot it incredibly well in drill work. Uh, maybe not so much during the scrimmages, but uh, you know he looked comfortable out there. He's really getting after it as an on-ball defender. Joseph Pinion knocked down a three-pointer. Uh, so listen, you know, are those three guys going to crack the rotation this year? We'll see. It's so early. You never know. Uh, you look at it right now, you think maybe some of the veterans could be ahead of them. Uh, but that doesn't, that's no indication of the talent that these three guys have. I think it's something to be exciting about. One of the things that I was really watching closely, with, there's just an intriguing battle at center brewing for Arkansas, right? I mean, Jalen Williams has been the mainstay there. He's out the door. Kamani Johnson's the only returner who I think is, is a little bit of the forgotten man uh, with the way that he's playing in there. He looked like he belonged. He's, he's smaller. He's an, you know, a below-the-rim player, but he's just as physical. He's got that uncanny knack for rebounding out of his area, uh, and he's been in the system for two years. That matters early on, so something to watch there. Uh, was impressed with the Mitchell twins. I really was. Makai Mitchell, uh, the guy's versatile. He's big. Uh, he's strong. He's athletic. He runs the floor hard. Um, I, I think he's got some versatility, maybe some playmaking potential in his game. He looked comfortable putting it on the floor. I didn't see him shoot it as much as I'd like to. I know he shot about 30% on limited attempts at Rhode Island last year. I wonder how much of a part of his game that can be. Uh, but he can score it inside. He can score it around the rim. And if he can space the floor a little bit, he might be your most well-rounded option at center. He's certainly a rim protector and a guy who I think can defend a couple positions. He could probably play the four or the five for Arkansas. His brother, Mikel, is an absolute tank. He sets heavy, hard screens. He'll pop you. He got called for a moving screen one time uh, for popping a guy. But I like what the physicality he plays with. He plays with an edge, more interior-oriented, uh, kind of an in-the-paint type of guy on the offensive end. But hey, he runs the floor hard, too. He's more mobile than I expected him to be. Uh, he's not a flat-footed guy out there. He can get out and challenge a little bit in the pick and roll. He can hedge and recover. Uh, on ball screen action. So listen, I think those two guys are going to help Arkansas quite a bit. It's going to be really intriguing to see how that shakes out with those two, with Kamani, with Jalen Graham, who, listen, when, when he would catch it in the high post or on the low block uh, and go to work, he's got some craft to his game. He's got good footwork. He's got an array of moves. Uh, just struggling maybe a little bit 
with the physicality right now and it's impacting his ability to keep his spots and finish. Uh, but if he figures that out and makes that adjustment, listen, he's skilled down there, so do not sleep on him either. But that's probably the most fascinating position. You, know, you think about, okay, point guard Anthony Black, combo guard Nick Smith, the wings, you got Walsh, Council. You know what Devo brings to the table. So some of those spots in the rotation you feel pretty good about. I think Trevin Brazil has really uh, started to cement his role at the four position as a stretch forward for Arkansas, but it's that center spot that you just don't know. Uh, that it's really up for grabs and so these practices have been really cool to see and then obviously you know we'll, we'll see what this sample size looks like with four games what you know what's going to come of this trip to europe these games you know and, and it sounds like they're going to stream them we'll see i know they're finalizing the details on that keep your fingers crossed because we need to see that action uh, it's going to be really cool remember August 6th through the 16th, Arkansas is going to play three games in Spain. They're going to play one in Italy. Remember FIBA rules? Talked about that a minute ago. Um, listen, Musselman said he's a lot more worried about the 30 games that come after this and the four games that are coming up. understand that, but there's something to be said for establishing uh, confidence in winning. And there's going to be a lot of film that comes from that. And it's just part of the bigger picture, the big, a, a piece of a bigger puzzle as Musselman described it today, uh, it's invaluable for this team. Uh, not only the long plane ride, you think about that, um, you know, Nick Smith said, I don't know if I'm looking forward to that plane ride, but maybe everything else. But it's good for them to get this out of the way because the first month of the season, they're gonna head to Maui. That's not a short trip by air either. And they're gonna have to go play three, potentially top 25 teams, or at the very bare minimum, NCAA tournament caliber teams uh, right after that, and it counts on the win-loss record. So being able to do this now and get used to that travel and make any necessary adjustments, I think it's an underrated part of this. I really do. And then the team bonding, all the things they're going to see and experience together, there's, you can't place a, a, you know, a, a value on that. And then the on-floor chemistry. It's huge. It's huge for them to get that out of the way. We've seen these teams uh, maybe get off to a little bit of slow starts or hit those skids in the middle of the year. You're gonna have four games of extra evaluation to work on before you even get to that point when you've got 11 new faces. That's certainly an important factor because this is a good Arkansas team. They've got the goods. As talented as they've been on the defensive end of the floor the last two seasons, they finished 10th and 11th respectively in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. They have the potential to be better on that end of the floor this year, they're just difficult to score on with that length and versatility. When you've got the rim protection that Arkansas has on the back end, it allows your guards to be a little bit more aggressive, maybe take some more gambles, see if they can jump the passing lanes, get some steals, uh, generate some turnovers and offense that way, because you know if you get burned, you got a pretty good chance of coming up with a stop anyway because of what you have protecting the rim. It's an intriguing group. We'll see how the offense catches up. They've got some playmakers. That's what I like about this. We'll see about the shooting, things like that. But the way that they pass and the way they can share the ball, you've got guys like Black, Smith, Council, who can really create. You can throw it down to somebody on the block, like a Mikel Mitchell or a Makai Mitchell or a Jalen Graham, and they can get you a bucket if, you've got a, you know, if you're going through a lapse or a cold spell. It's a fun group to watch. I, I'm really thankful that Eric Musselman gave us the opportunity to come in and watch that. I hope we get to do more of it as we get closer to the season. But up next for the Razorbacks is going to be that overseas tour, August 6th through 16th. We'll see what happens. If we get the streams like we hope we do, 
and we can evaluate that. I think it'd be a great time for us to hop on, do some Hog Hoops Live episodes, break all that stuff down. Again, it's just a small part of a much bigger picture, but it's exciting. With what Eric Musselman's done with the basketball program, you take any bit of tidbit that you can get and you run with it. And that's exactly what we'll do over at Hog Sports. Appreciate you guys tuning in with me for a little bit today. I know you're getting geared up for football camp that's coming. Take a break from it today. Enjoy a little bit of basketball content. We got a lot coming uh, from the action on Wednesday, whether it's the interviews, evaluations from practice, all that's going to be over at Hog Sports the next several days. I hope you enjoy it again. This has been Curtis Wilkerson. We'll talk to you next time. Looking forward to it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.